Was that not the greatest episode of Sleepy Hollow ever created? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It was not. Welcome to the Sleepy <laughs> Hollow After Show. We're talking about season four. Oh, man. <laughs> Savage. Yes. But it wasn't the worst. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we got the Terminator 2 theme playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the nods to Terminator 2 were quite abundant in this. Yes, they were. Uh, putting on... Had some political nods Apparently well. when he puts on a head, he turns into the Terminator. <laughs> the T-1000. T-1000, which, you know what, I can get behind. That's kind of cool. Uh, they could have played around with him transforming in previous seasons if we had, if he had this power before, but you know what, Shh. But I'm not in. Gonna ask any I'm in. I'm down. The horseman's badass. I'm cool with yeah. that. Um, I did wish the costume was a little bit more badass, like something to go like halfway between police, modern yeah. police, and colonial, like halfway mark. Hmm. Okay. Whereas, like, maybe he had like the rivulets and stuff like that on the show. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I don't want to nitpick, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This oh. is a. Oh, we're gonna be nitpick. <laughs> I don't want to nitpick. I said, Michael. God. <laughs> This but wouldn't it, wouldn't it pick some things and then some season, other things will be season four episode three? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and title it myself. Okay, it's gonna be called Dreyfus makes a pun. Okay, that's the that's the title episode. It was a good it was a good pun. He makes lots. It was of a puns. timely pun. It was a time. It reminded me of the first season of this after show. Uh, Remember, we had a pun jar, people. Yeah, we had those were the, the pun good, jar. Those oh, were the, the good, good days. old days. Back when we could joke about something we loved. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, this was interesting. I'm going to let Michael take. I'm actually going to let Michael take the lead on this one, just because I unfortunately have been working nonstop on this big package that I got to get done. Okay. So unfortunately. Well, I guess we'll start off. Hello, guys. I am your host, Michael Young. You can find me on Twitter, everywhere on the internet, at Wanyosta, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. And here is my host host, <laughs> Stephen Lemieux. Introduce yourself. Hey, guys. I'm brand new to the panel, but I uh, hope uh, hope you like my opinions. Uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-E-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Alrighty. Well, uh, I guess we could get started off. There's... We we had a mission, and we'll start off with some of the things that I thought went well this episode. Cool. Uh, we had the team, and the team worked very well together. I think one one part of this show that is starting to click uh, very well is the dynamic between the team members. Um, you have Jake, you got Alex. They seem to be gelling pretty well, and you even get a sequence at the beginning of this episode with Jake, and he's he's feeling Jenny a little bit. He's feeling a little bit. A little bit, and because Jenny to just say, has to be forced into a relationship with one of the side characters. <laughs> well, I I look at it this way, you know, it's it's nice to see someone taking interest in her because to to work so closely with someone like that, Jenny Jenny is in no way an ugly woman. So it, for Jake or Ichabod or some other guy to not notice that would be crazy. Um, and I mean, he's not being—he's not being weird about it, you know. He's—I mean, he's definitely more likable than. Hey guys, I'm Holly. <laughs> I drive a Holly Davidson. 
What happened to Holly, man? What happened to him, man? I actually was like looking at the head that Headless picked up, and I was like, "Is that Holly? No, that's not Holly." That would have been pretty funny if it was Holly's head. Yeah, that like, would hair, be haircutted Holly head. Oh uh, man! But the team, I like the uh, I like the like the research aspect. I like the fact that they were kind of you know more comfortable with each other, uh, especially in the vault. You know, they're learning about each other. They got a big reveal. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe not as big a reveal since they have, since Alex and Jake have been looking about it, uh, looking for it. But they got the reveal that, you know, of course, Ichabod is not a man of this time. Yes. And I think, uh, I think it was, it was something that they needed to, to build their trust. How did you think that went? Um, just like him being like, yep, I'm not from this time period. Compared to the other season when he comes out to like Abby and nobody believes him, it's kind of interesting that the entire team is like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I think it was easier for them to believe because you have Jake, who is the tr- the show's true believer. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, and I, I guess they're playing this kind of like sort of kind of horror movie tropes where you have the true believer and you have the true non-believer, which would be Alex. Mm-hmm. and. Though Alex already took a hair follicle, tested it. I don't know if that's illegal or not. You can't just be taking people's <laughs> hair. But she took it anyway. And no, had she it took it from head. the jacket. Oh, okay. From the jacket. fiber okay. from the jacket. Ah, okay, cool. So she took a... No, she said hair follicle. So it Oh, was, so she took it from him. Got yeah. It. Okay, that makes so sense. So maybe it was like on the chair or something. It was on the jacket, okay. Yeah. So uh, she took it, had it tested, and she knew that apparently he is not from our time. Um, so she was kind of, I guess, sort of prepared for it. Jenny already knew. So you have the true believer that's like, yes, you know, I knew it all the time. Woohoo. He's what happy messed about up it. if she was like, I found out that you're carbon dated back to 234 years ago and you have several STDs that haven't been on record for <laughs> hundreds of years. You're a pandemic by yourself. <laughs> the fact that Washington is not infected right now is kind of a miracle at Ichabod. <laughs> Oh man! No wonder Caroline died last season. Oh boy! Oh man! I'm so sorry, everybody. Caroline, Caroline, um, why did they kill it? (laughs) But we do get um, we get this scene between Ichabod and Thomas, where apparently she's not too happy that he didn't tell her about being a little older than he is. So. I'm so torn on that. How do you feel about that interaction with them? I'm just so torn on it because, like, I can get that interaction, right? But here's the thing is, like, she was so upset that he didn't tell her information about, like, who he was in that way of, like, hey, I'm from the past. Woo! (laughs) And she got so upset that he didn't tell her that. And she was like, you need to be able to trust. I need to be able to trust you. You need to be able to tell me these things. Mm -hmm. And then she completely goes hardcore hypocrite. The next scene, when he's like, also, your daughter might be the witness. And she's like, no, uh, uh, no, you ain't going to see her. Don't talk to me or my daughter ever again. And he he makes it very clear to her, like, you can't run away from this. Um, You know, is, you know, you just you just can't run away now uh quick shout out to the chat ivan soto what's up man i'll be seeing you on blind spot how's it going uh you got uh lisa garis uh jacob alberts but the funny thing is that (laughs) jacob says that her reaction was kind of uncalled for and i do think that it was a bit a bit above and beyond yeah it was just kind of like what because she was like 
uh, Ichabod, you and me outside now. And you think, oh, there's going to be something like something real important. And she goes outside and she's just like, I'm mad that you didn't tell me things. I was a Marine and I'm in the I'm in the DHS. I can take things. And then, like you said, and then she just freaks out. <laughs> your, your daughter's a witness. I can't take things. <laughs> I just it's, it's just kind of weird because like, you know. We're all adults here. Yeah. She's an adult. Yeah. She has things that she probably wouldn't want to tell Ichabod after knowing him maybe three days. Yeah, they've... So, like, I'd say one of your deepest secrets, a.k.a. being 230 freaking years old... Yeah. Might not be, like, coffee... 265. 265 years old. (laughs) Might not be, like, coffee talk conversations. Like, you you might not be hanging out the water cooler at the office and be like... So, I uh, happen to be 265 years old. Um, would that make me a cradle robber? Like, I don't... It's like, you want to you ease into that. Yeah, that's not something you just kind of come off the... That's not something you put in your Tinder profile. Yeah. And speaking of Tinder profile, someone who has an amazing Tinder profile, I assume, is Dreyfus. Hey-o. That's right. The tech rebel billionaire Dreyfus. I just don't understand why... <laughs> If they wanted him to literally just act like Charlie Sheen, they should have just cast Charlie Sheen. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. He is... It, it's like he skews... I'm guessing they're directing him this way. But he skews on the side of, like, comical. You know, where just the things... The way he says things, the way he's like, oh, it must be the insider trading and everything. It's just like... <sighs> but, you know, it's... I'm sure that's the way they're writing him. You know that that's the way the direct that's the way they want him to be. But I would like to see a more sinister side because I thought we were hinting at a more sinister side um, in episode one and definitely two when he told the senator or the governor to the to his face that you know they may dig up your body. I'm like, oh, you know, wow, you <coughs> yeah, know, I mean, this he guy, went, you know, he, he don't play. Well, and then he talked about how like he will spill no amount of no amount of blood for the th- like. Any amount of blood for, whatchamacallit, the discs or the pieces, Yeah, right? the, the little, uh, the, I guess, coin pieces or whatever they're putting together. Yeah, but then he's just not really doing anything that's, like, savage. He's letting the spirits do everything for him, but I get that. But I just, I really hope we can see him be, like, really, yeah. really evil. Yeah, and speaking of like evil, kill, kill Molly or something. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if if this was HBO, yes. Fox, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, uh, what you call it? SZ SZification. What's up, Says that they feel he's just a pawn in the show, which I I feel the same way because. At first, I thought him. I thought the the demon guy was kind of like a subordinate of his. But when he told him to fetch the um, uh, fetch the uh, the the Benjamin Banneker's oh, yeah, little the, thing, he looked the, at him like, Psh. he's like, like what? <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> he was like, he was like, bitch. <laughs> he looked at him like fetch. So, but he went and got it, and when he came back, he told him how he feels like this isn't a good idea doing it out in the open like this. So I'm wondering if he's a demon that Dreyfus sold his soul to, and he's just there to make sure that he collects. Yeah, um, I wonder because but... I, I think that line about selling his soul wasn't a lie. I think it was. 
I don't think it. Hmm, okay. Well, because it was um, it was coupled with a whole bunch of like yeah, comedic, it was just a lot weird, of stuff. Yeah, I, I think there is a weird relationship between the two of them, but I don't think it's like master and servant kind of thing. Okay, I think that it, they're sowing the seeds for maybe like partners. Well, they're sowing the seeds for that demon to get fed up and kill him later on. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Um, I think it's more like partners though. Okay, it's more okay. like. Uh, I don't know a good example, like a symbiotic parasitic relationship. Oh, similar to what we got at the end of this episode? That was similar to a, a, a all-black parasite that we know from the Marvel Universe? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, um, a little bit of Venom, maybe? What's that? I, I, <laughs> well, see, there's a uh, symbiote in the Marvel Universe Is there? that attaches itself to a human host or a host of some type and changes their physiological structure to give them superhuman abilities. D- does it do that now? Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. And um, there's a couple of people that have been attached to this, one being Peter Parker, Spider-Man, another being Flash Thompson, or was it someone else? Uh, it's been like so many Venoms. And also uh, you Carnage. Just, you're like trying to... <laughs> And avoid also, saying Venom, and then you're like, there's been so many Venoms. It's like, look, there's been so many Venoms. <laughs> you're like literally beating around venom. the bush, and then you just say it. It's so many Venoms, it's just Venom. But uh, it was cool to see uh, even that happen at the end of the episode, because it leads us into Ichabod unknowingly unleashing things on the, on the I guess, the, the natural realm. Uh, which I think is kind of a, a cool, a kind of a cool way to mm-hmm. lead into another episode. Um, I don't think that it's the greatest way, but uh, it's. I wasn't. I wasn't mad about that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm not upset. Yeah. I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting because we've never had Ichabod. The thing is, is like it from the prediction from the preview it doesn't look like it's actually like bonded into him and he's turning into a demon which would yeah. be cool because we haven't gotten that it's more yeah. like Ichabod's taken to the celestial court <laughs> dun, dun. and everybody has like the wigs with the like curls and stuff <laughs> and the criminal sleepy hollow system there are two oh. kinds of offenders dun, dun. sleepy hollow offenders are I, I don't know the whole script I'm sorry guys I failed you Oh, thank you, Jacob Albers, for Eddie Brock, Flash Thompson, Peter Parker. Thank you, thank you. Um, but uh, there are in this in this episode after when you're when you're dealing with the team, which I think is working very well. They go on this mission that allows us to get a flashback, which I think I think the flashbacks from last episode and this episode have been hearkening back to old Sleepy Hollow, yeah. like good flashbacks. Um, that kind of inform on the story very well and aren't hokey, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that's a good word we for meet, it. We meet uh, Benjamin Banneker, and a cool tie-in is that Jake is like this big Benjamin, Benjamin Banneker fan. He loves all his history and all that stuff. So you have someone who's very, very interested in this tale that Ichabod is telling about meeting him and learning about the city and how the city was laid out, which also led them to, to the J you know, Street. To the, foli- to the folio that got them to J oh, Street. Oh, yeah. So, well, it led them to J Street, and then they were like, oh, how do we access J Street? And then they're yeah. like, oh, we need his folio. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's cool inside of that is that you got the interaction, once again, with Jake <laughs> Jake and Jenny. And he was like, oh, hey, you, girl. Know, you know your glyphs, girl? <laughs> she was like, 
get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, that mm. I. <laughs> it's almost the. I feel bad for him because I'm like, you know what? He's right. Opposites do attract. You know what? In the chat, let us know. Opposites attract, right? Jake are you, isn't a Are bad you guy. shipping? What is it? I, Jake and Jenny? Are you I shipping he, Jenny? I think it could work. I think it could work. Opposites do attract. You know, he can do the research for, and then she can shoot the things. Hell you know, yeah. it's like, hey, this is a demon. Shoot him in his in his arm, and she could be like, pow! I shot him in his arm, and they they didn't work together. I think that could work. I think it could do. I think that's a good <laughs> ship, but he has to become a werewolf. Oh man! Yeah, remember that? Remember that character? <sighs> yeah, who just who they we, decided we to kill glossed. to make Jenny have development? <laughs> and we have completely just glossed over all that with Jenny because we've lost. We've she lost hasn't talked. She hasn't talked about him at all. No, I mean we've I understand lost her sister died, but like, with he, her. yeah, it's she hasn't talked about. Man, she hasn't talked about Abby really. She hasn't talked about her X Man. She hasn't talked about the X Man. <laughs> ha, the X Man. We we're going back to Marvel all, over and over. Over on this and episode. over again. There you go. <laughs> uh, Boo sixty nine B says Jenny, Jake and Jenny. I think I think that could work. Jenny. I, mean, I, I think I'm it's like... just Jenny. <laughs> Jake and Jackany. Jackany. What are you doing, Jackany? Yeah. But um, I I do think that. We're losing a lot of character development with Ginny Mills, with her just kind of being there for, you know, lack of a better term. Yeah, or, she's not like she she came in to deprive the characters of their. Yeah, it's in like the first episode of their achievement. And then and now she's kind of. She's kind of like not. She's kind of just, just a play setting. Yeah, she's yeah. right now. And I really, I do like the fact that they're growing as a team together. I'm not really feeling Thomas as much as I want to, but maybe she'll grow on me. But once again, guys, remember, we this is a short season, so they have to move along. And I know they're kind of flying past things, but there's certain things that I think they shouldn't fly past, which is where we get to some of the things in this episode that we aren't too keen on. Uh, like one, you can't try to assassinate the president and there's like and there's like one reporter on scene there's this one reporter like well the guys came out here and they shot at her and you know that's it and and then also Pennsylvania Avenue if anyone if any of you guys watching have ever been to DC Pennsylvania Avenue I don't know what side of Pennsylvania Avenue they were filming on but that was the emptiest I had ever seen <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue uh, which leads me to what I was uh, saying before, where I think they're trying to shoot D.C., which is a big city, like Sleepy Hollow, which is a small city. Well, not even Sleepy Hollow is kind of like a town. So you can't you have to you have to show the carnage and mayhem that goes on, which Dreyfus was talking about earlier. Um, and we didn't get to see it. You know, Dreyfus says, oh, you know, heads will roll or, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> madness and mayhem and grab well, your popcorn. Uh, well, I guess uh, heads will roll. <laughs> I'm halfway between Charlie Sheen and Heath Ledger. <laughs> but, you know, he Demon tells- boy, <laughs> bring me my Coke. 
<laughs> my coke. But this is this is the second time in three episodes that we have been told that there's going to be a bloodbath or there's going to be a massacre or something, and like one person dies. I feel like we should have opened with tonight. There's going to be a jailbreak, <laughs> and it's I don't know. I've like I feel like this show has to show pandemonium or ma- because this is a big city. This isn't. This isn't Sleepy Hollow, which is like .05 the population of D.C. Well, it's also that just everything went off so much without a hitch this episode, except for that thing getting out. Yeah, <laughs> but really, true. like, if you think about it, why, like, they went to J Street, and they just fooled around to open it. Like, why didn't them fooling around actually trip something and release everything? Why didn't they screw up and release everything and put in some, like, suspense? Yeah, because how do, how do we know that nothing else was locked in there before? But I guess something was. That's what got stuck on his shoe and, you know. Yeah, but, but that's one thing. Yeah, it would have been it would have been cool to see something like you know the end of Ghostbusters when they shut off the grid and spoilers. like all the ghosts you know uh, <laughs> spoilers for a movie that came out like eighty four. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the old Ghostbusters, not the new one. <laughs> Don't look. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> next up, you know, right over there. This is like don't even get me started on. Huh. Oh boy, good Ghostbusters. Times. Good times. That was a great thing to see in theaters. <sighs> yeah. I'd I'd save it for Netflix. <laughs> but, but um, next up we get the uh the deeper I guess um revelations and the deeper development with Molly, mm-hmm. which is she's cool. I'm you know I'm not hating on her. I think I think she's all right, and you know it's cool to see her back talking again and seeing that relationship kind of develop with her and her mother, um, and. I'm interested to see where it takes where it takes her. Like, is she going to be kind of like a diviner? Mm-hmm. Like someone who... But like is... she said, she hasn't drawn anything since she got her voice back. So what's oh, that mean? true. Good point. Um, so it's... I don't know what if... I don't know what if anything she can bring to the team now. But I do think that we're going to have, similar to what I said last week is a kind of uh, protect-the-child type of storyline. We already know that, you know, Dreyfus wants Ichabod dead. I'm pretty sure if he wants him dead, he's going to want the other witness dead as well. Probably. Once he finds out that it's Molly. um, It would be cool to have a a good school scene where, you know, the kids are, you know, um, in danger. Maybe um, Class, we have a a guest speaker today, class. (laughs) Hi, children. (laughs) I'm going to tell you about cocaine and monsters. Um, Hmm. I I think the interesting play here is... Ichabod has to come into contact with her. Okay, okay. And, like, when Ichabod came into contact with her, she started talking again. But mm-hmm. he didn't, like, they, they didn't make physical contact or anything. Like, he didn't touch True. her or anything. So it might turn out that she's just holding the power of witness and he has to, like, connect with her. Like, even touch her hand or something, skin-on-skin contact, to get the power of the second witness to choose somebody else. What if he was able to choose okay. the next witness? That'd be interesting. Now, that the only thing is, I don't think the lore... I can't remember all the episodes, but I don't think the lore is set up like that where he can choose the next witness. Uh, witness. I think Are you seriously bringing lore into this right now? Well, I mean, Sleepy Hollow does have its own lore. It does, and... it does. It does. 
But um, see, Taito says, don't hate on Molly. She was on <laughs> MasterChef Junior. She can cook up spells for the team. Abby did have magic powers after was all. Was she really on MasterChef Junior? Was wow, that girl really on MasterChef Junior? Damn. That means, that means she can handle a knife? That is a hell of a step up for, <laughs> for TV series. You're like, oh, MasterChef, and then it's like, hey, do you want to be on a TV Master show? Chef's like, hey, you want to win five grand and do this 13-week thing? <laughs> Sleepy Hollow's like, here's 10 grand an episode. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag like, SAG. So now that, now that, thank you, thank you, Tito, for letting us know. That's now, cool. Hey, look, I, she can handle a knife. You know, she's old enough. I mean, what, she's 10? Got, you know, I mean, kids can handle grown stuff. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, we get her out there, you know, handling. I mean, I think it'd be cool, but she doesn't strike me as the pen, as the um, Kentucky type, you know, from Zombieland. Like, she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't really strike me as that type of character, even. Yeah, she does seem <laughs> What's her name kind from of. From um, Kick Ass? Hit uh, Girl? Hit Girl. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz. Um,. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't really strike you as someone... I could be wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong. Yeah, that could be, that could be kind of cool if she had, like, a rough edge to her, you know, and maybe, maybe uh, something cool about the story would be her being a little more gung-ho about the witness thing than her mom is. Yeah. You know, that could be something that's very cool, like, you know, like, hey, mom, I'm not scared, you know, I've been reading up on this, or I've had dreams about this stuff, and I know you can ward this, or wear this, or sprinkle this, or use, you know, whatever. Sprinkling (laughs) the cocaine. (laughs) Um, Sprinkle a little cocaine on it. (laughs) I do have to, like, to be fair, though, to be fair to, uh, is it Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Thomas. To be fair to her, like, there is a difference between somebody being like, hey, I'm 36 years old, and somebody being like, hey, let me get at that daughter. Like, oh, I mean, there is, yeah, like, there is a difference. Like, yeah. strange old man from the past wants to be in contact with my daughter and force her to fight monsters. Yeah, it, it's true. He's not, he's not trying to force her into a situation. He's just like, hey, this is, this is what's happening. I yeah. can only tell you what's happening, and you can't run from this. Now, I would like a little more. Another another thing about this episode, or not this episode, this season as a whole, I don't feel, I don't feel any stakes just yet. Yeah, I think that's um, a. I think a lot of people have been tweeting us about that, where it's yeah. just kind of like they don't know where it's going yet, which is fine. But this guy is not doing enough evil stuff to make us. <laughs> He's warrant, not evil like, enough. <laughs> like even when they're in the office, like uh, I'm like, okay, so yeah, he killed her partner, which is messed up. But that yeah. was actually a monster that he accidentally set free that he didn't even yeah, know about. He didn't even know. So was he can't do even that. really take the blame for that fully. Yeah. Um. He did have this guy killed off screen, which doesn't really matter because it was off screen. Yeah, uh, the he, guy assa- on the plane he had that guy assassinated. Yeah. But that's again business. Yeah. It wasn't it, like, hey, let's destroy humanity. Um, I don't know. I mean, he, he, I know he's evil, but we just haven't seen, we haven't seen him be evil. He hasn't done something Joffrey level to make me be like, that Mm. dude needs to die. Yeah. Like we haven't seen, you know, and I know this is, I know this is the difference between network and subscription service, but I would like to put a little more kingpin into him. Like a little more, you know, a little, uh, like he. He says scary things at times, like when he <coughs> confronted the senator or governor or whatever. But he, I need to see him doing things, and we need to see the team in more danger. Yeah. Uh, in this case, we've seen a lot of um, 
kind of like Monster of the Week, and it's I want like, more beef. They need to raise the stakes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is a good one. I, I, this, All right, I'll this, take this, it. <laughs> But, but I don't feel like the girl is in danger. I don't feel like uh, Alex and uh, Jake are in danger. I don't feel like Ichabod is in danger. I don't feel like Thomas is in danger. I don't even feel like DC is in danger. Yeah, because um, literally the president can be shot on and then just drive past the little thing and she's fine. Yeah, it's like maybe if we had a sequence in the White House where you know where uh, the horseman was able to get in or maybe another situation where they had a um, uh, an event that the president was at, mm-hmm. and they had outside, double security and outside know. of the realm of that. Yeah, seals. like maybe maybe you know close to DC, but maybe somewhere in Maryland or something like that. And they were, you know, they had double security, and they had like, you know, we're going to make sure that nothing happens. And then you know, like the horseman cuts through, you know, countless cops or whatever like that. And you know, then you kind of. You're like, whoa, you know, like things are getting serious on this show. But I don't I don't feel that this show is getting serious yet. Um, And in the chat, guys, jump down. Let us know if you feel if you feel the stakes are being raised or not, because for me, I don't feel like I don't feel I need to be worried. Like, man, the team, I'm not like invested in the danger. Yeah, like, man, can the team make it? You know, will the team make it? Find out next time on Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. Oh, man. So They didn't go for the low-hanging fruit of, like, making that dude a mariner and being like, it's the Navy SEALs. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, Punjar's got to come back. The Punjar has got to come back. Oh, man. So uh, we did get some cool lore that uh, inside of the city of D.C., you have these special wards that protect the, I guess, the the White House or the, the, the I guess, Capitol Hill yeah, Capitol from Hill. supernatural attacks. And I think that was a great addition to, um, I guess that's a great addition to the, the city, um, like they were talking about before, like every city has its own, you know, stories and history and everything like that. And I would like to delve into DC a little bit more, you know, create, give, make DC a character in this show. Um, but I just make maybe, DC great again. <laughs> well, that's already happening. If you didn't know, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of great story threads that are being either not potential. Up. They've got yeah. a lot of potential. Yeah, there's a lot of potential that's not being picked up on. But again, um, we're only three episodes in. Yeah, but we only have this is only a 13 episode season. Yeah, but I mean, they kind of got to get it moving. That's always been the problem, though, is that Sleepy Hollow has always had 22, 23 episodes, mm-hmm. but they'd only do one story within that. Yeah. So well, like, the first season wasn't it short? The first season was a short season. Yeah, right? but they'd always just do one story in a season. Yeah, and even thirteen episodes now, you kind of need two stories within yeah. that one season. Because that's how Marvel. Once so, again, we're going back to Marvel. But at least this, <laughs> at least this season, it won't feel too drawn out. Like at least right now, I'm like, okay, three episodes in, I'm still not expecting to get an overarching picture mm-hmm. of what's supposed to happen. So I don't. Yeah. I don't feel weird, but I feel like if this was a twenty-two episode season. It would be episode 12, and we still wouldn't know who that demon guy behind Dreyfus is. (laughs) Like, we still wouldn't know. It'd be episode 13, and we'd be like, who is he going to be? Oh, I bet they're going to tell us next episode, and then we'd find out in, like, episode 20. And speaking of that, Sweet Nick uh, Quadruple Zero says, the writers aren't that clever. (laughs) Well, that's rude. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't... 
The thing is, is like, I don't know if they're saving it to like, okay, we have this big thing and it's going to be episode nine, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, or if it's like a situation from the, you know, production or the studios or the, well, here's here's the thing I hate is that I get tweets all the time about this show and people sometimes tag me in this, in the tweets and they tag at sleepy writers in the tweets too, saying negative things about the show. And it Mm -hmm. always makes it look like if they're sending it to me, like it's a quote from me. I don't know. It sounds. It makes me. It yeah. just makes me feel weird. And I always have to like clarify on Twitter because I don't want to make the writers feel bad. I'm like, writing is a very difficult job. Yeah. Especially for Fox because yeah. it's not the writers' room that makes these big decisions. The writers' room comes up with all these great stories, and then either the showrunner or yeah, one of the you... producers is just like, oh, we can't do that. That's too dark. Or oh, we can't do that yeah. because this actress is not available. But yeah. like, there's so many things, especially have... with Fox Television, that. Yeah. It just gets because you have you have studio notes. Well, for people that aren't really sure, a quick rundown of writing a show. You have writers room and you might have uh say 10 people or so. So maybe some more, maybe a little less. But say 10 15 people. And then you have a showrunner who's like the guest director of the show. And that person would say, "Okay, we're going to go in this direction or that direction." But when you write an episode, then you get the show notes from the studio. <coughs> And from the and from the producers as well. So like the people that are producing the show say, "Oh, change this, change that." And then the studio Fox will also say, "Change this, change that." So they might actually have a whole bunch of stuff that we're like, "Oh, that would be great to watch." And you know, for whatever reason, maybe cost, maybe the actors don't well, want to do even it. Even Nicole Bahari, even Nicole Bahari, like you know, we love Nicole. Apparently, the writers love Nicole. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people love Nicole, and the network said no. Yeah, so. That's the weird thing is that sometimes it's out of everyone's control yeah, to how so. good the show is because I honestly think the show would be much better with Nicole. But at the same time, it's it's like and it's hard not to whoever has the money makes the decision. Yeah. And the writers do not have the money. Don't fool yourself. Yeah, the writers, <laughs> the writers are the writers are okay, but they're not the ones. Nah, but uh, I think I guess. It's hard, speaking of Nicole, it's hard to make that jump from Nicole to Thomas because I don't know if... Random Witness Mom? <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah. Random to, Witness Mom. Because Agent Thomas, I don't think has... I don't know. It's She's missing something. And when I say missing something, in that scene where she was going off on Ichabod for not telling them how old he was or where he was from, um, it just didn't. it just didn't seem genuine to me. It almost seemed like she was kind of going through the motions of acting out that scene. Yeah. Um, it's and like, why, she's like, she's even wondering, why am I mad right now? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, wait a second, why am I mad? Why would he have told me this? Yeah, it's it's just... That's like your girlfriend of like three days getting mad that you didn't tell her your parents were divorced. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, I, I know you like... It's a little personal. Other, like... Two weeks or something like that, but you didn't tell me your daughter was the witness. God damn it! <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, we just met, <laughs> but it it just seems like situations like that, you know, when the acting doesn't come through, or I don't feel the stakes. I don't know if they're if it's a situation where they're pushing it to make sure that you know we can, you know, pushing it to make sure that we can wait until the end or what it may be, but. That's I guess that's about it. We we pretty much covered everything. So yeah. uh, you want to hit them predictions, or do you want to do Sleeping oh, to Abbey? Ooh, Sleeping to Abbey. Yeah, right. let's do that. Let's roll the uh, Downton Abbey theme song, Neil. If you can find oh, that in yeah. the soundboard, 
It's under drama themes, one or two, one of those things. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. Give this is the first complete... time. This is the first time Neil's engineered this show, guys. So cut him some slack. Yeah, big shout out to Neil. He did Doing not have it ready, it and we did not tell him to have it ready because we are not <laughs> the smartest tools in the shed. Maybe. Is that the saying? I don't know. The good news is I have finished this gigantic docket that I've been working since 10 a.m. on. But really quickly while we wait, big shout out to Fantasy Stash Guru. I'll be seeing you on Blindspot as well. Uh, Boo69Bs. Sweet Nick Quadruple Zero, Lisa Garas, Scissorification, Scissorification, Tido, all you guys, thank you for checking us out in the chat. Please and don't forget to also. It reminds me that Abby's gone. Abby's gone. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> On today's episode of Sleeping to Abby, a man named Dreyfus has been buying real estate in the area while talking about headless horsemen killing cops. What has happened in your regency, Sir Duke Erlington of Michael Youngston? Well, I find out that a young man, a suitor, perfect suitor, <laughs> By the name of Jake is interested in a Miss Ginny Mills. Ooh, scandalous. And she does not return his affection? <gasps> Most scandalous. scandalous. I learned that the Sleepy Hollow writers were predicting that there would be a female president elected this year. <laughs> Apparently there was not. Most scandalous. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> a big shout out to the writers of Sleepy Hollow for On putting the predictions, a, a, putting a prediction of a woman of color being Madam President, which would be better than what we have. Oh, Most scandalous! <laughs> I saw Drake's oh, assistant with red eyes for no apparent reason. And that was crazy, meaning that anyone could have seen his reflection through the mirror with glowing eyes. Most scandalous. Scandalous. This is terrible. <laughs> this is like a really terrible version of this. I'm ending this now. Oh, boy. I'm done. Guys, look, this was a tough episode. <laughs> right after we there rolled the music, I'm like, guys, no, this is done. Guys, this was a tough episode. I think we pulled the best of it that we could find out about it. Uh, the show gets better at some things while faltering at others, but we shall see. They have to pull this thing together for these next 10 episodes because it's it's getting rough out there. It's getting real rough. Uh, they need to shake up something quick. So, before you guys get out of here, don't forget to check us out on iTunes, right? Go in and give us a five-star rating. Put a comment in there. Let us know that you like what we're doing. Also, here in the video, don't forget to hit that thumbs up and come back and comment after the chat because, unfortunately, the chat messages do not stay after the video so is posted. So wait till the stream's done! Yes! Mike's doing a great job. How did Mike do lead hosting, guys? <laughs> Be sure to comment. Also, go to iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave a comment on iTunes. I'm trying to load them right now. It's not seeming to work. We have about 60 seconds left, so if Mike can vape or vamp for like a second and talk about his Twitter handle, yes. I might be able to pull it Well, up. you can find me on YouTube. All you have to do is search Nerd Soul. That's N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L. And you can find me online everywhere at One Youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. 
A. And if you're really, really down for that nerd soul, you can check me out at thatnerdsoul.com. All right, doesn't look like we got a new review in the past week, guys. So again, just go ahead and do those, and we'll give you a shout out on the show. I'm just double checking real quick, but iTunes is going slow. So, oh wait, did we? <gasps> wait, no, that's that's 2013. <laughs> shout out to Sam, Sammy Block from 2013. I can't believe taking it gonna... back. Oh, somebody wanted to hear the predictions. I'll give a quick prediction. I think that uh, I think that Dreyfus is going to get murdered by Demon Guy once he gets too cocky. Yeah. And then I think Demon Guy he'll get impatient. I think Demon Guy is going to be trying to do something good w- through the wrong means. Okay, okay. Um, I'll. I think that Molly will be forced into the world uh, without you know Agent Thomas being able to stop it. Like Molly's going to have to defend against something or be protected against something um, very, very soon. Probably by the end of next episode. Um, even though it looks like we're going to be in Sleepy Hollow Court. God, <laughs> but Henry Parrish. Yes, Henry yeah. Parrish. Yeah, he's back. It's going to be great. So Which we're going gonna to see. Love the actor. Really hope they write it well. Hopefully <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yes, yes. Bye. Neil's not rolling music. He's on his other soundboard. Guys, you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. This is awkward. Yes, also, don't forget, the guys that did make one prediction, Simply Savvy says, I hope Alex and Jake don't get killed. For no reason. And neither do I. Hopefully they stick around, you know, our Caitlyn and, you know, Cisco of the show. I really don't think they're going to kill them off. I think they're trying to get them in this, the, the staples. Yeah. Now that Bones is ending, they're trying to <laughs> turn this into the new new Bones. Ah, uh, okay. I can see A little see bit. That. But, okay. Please don't call me wondering why <laughs> I got out of bed alone. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Bye. Last week Hollow. Check us out next week. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. I'll be back. <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.